Welcome to Health Matters and More. This is Dr. Richard Bush, and this podcast focuses on past and present patients, area business leaders, and people making an impact in Northeast Indiana. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Glassley. And Mike, I've got a couple of questions for you about something that happened to you about a year and a half ago. And I know you were in Florida during the time. I think, actually, I think you were in Florida, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Why don't you give me a little bit of idea of exactly what was going on? Because I mean, it's, it is a very interesting story, and I think that people that are listening are going to get a lot of information from it. Okay. About a year and a half ago, I had surgery to remove a malignant melanoma from my back, and uh, the doctors and the family encouraged me uh, after the surgery to have an infusion treatment to increase my autoimmune ability to fight off any reoccurrence of the melanoma. The first two infusion treatments were uneventful, but with the third, I was in Florida at the time, I started getting sick almost immediately afterwards, and I thought, well, it's, it's going to pass. So I gave it a couple of days. What kind of an infusion was it? It was an infusion of Opdivo. Okay. Um, and uh, it seemed fairly mild. Uh, like I said, the first two infusions, um, maybe I just felt a little bit leery a little bit from the whole thing, wondering what was going to happen, but n- nothing major. So there I was in Florida, and I, you can get this infusion anywhere, so there I was. And I started getting sick the next day, and I thought, well, okay, this may pass in about two or three days, and uh, it wasn't going away. So at that point, I decided to return home to Fort Wayne. And so I entered the hospital the Monday after I had received the infusion treatment, and the diagnosis was a negative reaction to the infusion treatment. And uh, they recommended receiving steroids for infusions for 24 hours. And, uh, and then they gave me some steroid pills uh, the next day just to try to get uh, my infl- inflammation rate down in my body. My lungs had had a cytostorm, and breathing was, was difficult. And the hospital was sure I had COVID. And testing showed that I did not have COVID, but there's a lot of confusion as to what was done and what wasn't done. The problem is that most of the, of the diagnosis from the emergency room doctor and the surgeon in the hospital, all their records were removed. And, so, and I don't know who made the diagnosis of COVID. So there's a question. So I got the infusion treatments, and then they kept me in the hospital from Monday till Thursday, and then I got home. They really wanted me to stay, but I just felt like I could do better than when I was in the hospital. So they gave me a breathing apparatus that I was to use every hour to increase the volume of my breathing. And so I was doing that, uh, and when I was at home, I could only walk maybe 100 feet with a cane, and it was labored. And I really, I just wanted to die. So I got an appointment with Dr. Bush to start the oxygen hyperbaric treatment. My first one was on Wednesday. Actually, and I had, do you mind if, if I interrupt? Go ahead. Okay. Because I, I do want to, I, I want to throw some color in here. Because when you came into my office, I don't know that we'd actually had you scheduled for the hyperbaric chamber or anything like that. We actually had you... We had you scheduled to come in just to see us for regular treatment, and I saw you, and I got to tell you what, I've never seen you in that shape before. Your color was 
was you were almost green. You were so gray. And along with that, you looked less healthy than I've ever seen you. You're an extremely vital and very in great shape person. And so I was a little bit alarmed right there. And we started talking. And then I, and that's when we started talking about possibly using the hyperbaric chamber. True. True. <laughs> Plus, you know, I knew some of your relatives and um, they had been um, taking uh, oxygen hyperbaric treatments. Oh, can't remember how long ago it was maybe 30 years ago mm-hmm. and um it was your um actually it was your wife's uh, grandfather-in-law mm-hmm. and he talked about it and i i knew about it from 30 years ago when i think so when I, you talked about it i thought no this is what I'm, i i've got to do this I, I can't just breathe into this little tube trying to get my oxygen volume up it was ridiculous so um yeah so then, uh, so you scheduled me, you worked me in, thank you, on Wednesday and then Thursday, and uh, then I went home. Friday, I started walking around the house, and then Saturday and Sunday, then I started walking around the block. So I started to recover uh, fairly quickly, and uh, by Monday, when by the time I got here, um, I was a new man. The oxygen was just working its way back into my body, into my brain. Um, thinking was easier. Uh, everything wasn't as labored. And um, I don't think I could have recovered um, without the oxygen hyperbaric chamber uh, treatment. Very thankful for it. And I know there's maybe a, a lot of science that's showing that it can help in many cases particularly with um, Alzheimer's and um, Parkinson's. And I know my brain uh, has continued to improve. And I really don't want to stop taking it. I, I've, I've done some um, DNA testing, and the DNA testing is showing that my mitochondria, uh, which is the energy runs my body and everyone's body. And by the time when you get older, sometimes 70% of your mitochondria are gone and uh, it needs oxygen to survive and to get back to a normal amount of mitochondria. And I think it's helping me uh, brain-wise and body-wise. And I'm getting, each day I seem to have more and more energy. Uh, Last year took a lot out of me. My eyes went downhill, uh, but now they're coming back. I'm coming back. I think it's very important to even continue. Um, It's not a one-shot deal. Every day I get older, the more oxygen I need to help my body maintain a level of energy that I want it to have. So um, it's just a great treatment. Now, a couple of quick questions for you. I always like to ask these things because I I think everybody's probably thinking these things at times. What's it like to be inside of a hyperbaric chamber? Is it, I mean, are you claustrophobic at all, or is it just very comfortable, or how do you feel? Yeah, there, there could be the fear of, of being in this chamber, but I've, I've never had fears of being in a tube, but uh, it's always something new, and so what is it? You know, what's it going to do to you? And if I have to get out of here in a second, then how can I do that? But uh, no, I, I got in there, and uh, Amanda's always smiling at me, um, so I never felt alone or abandoned. Um, it was just, it was just in a tube. I, I think a lot of people take, um, oh, they, 
they have a tube that they, oh, I'm trying to think of the, uh, for sunlight, uh, the, you know, to get a tan. Oh, a tanning bed. Yes, a tanning. It's, it's not much different than a tanning bed. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little harder to get into. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's one of those things where when you get in there, you spend about an hour. Yes. And it's, I, and, and I, Personally, I don't know for you, I fall asleep or I just relax and meditate, and it's just a very calming experience for me. Yes, it is. Um, don't take a lot of things in with you. Uh, just relax. Uh, maybe um, I do practice breathing within the chamber uh, because I think that helps. Uh, and also learning how to breathe, you know, it sounds stupid, but we really don't know how to breathe. And this is a great place to practice Breathing, breathing from your belly, as they say, you know, expand your belly button out and then take it back to your spine. And uh, it's amazing when you really practice correct breathing that you do get more oxygen to the depths of your lung and um, that helps the chamber work better. We do give breathing exercises for a lot of patients that don't even go to the chamber, but it's something that's very important because everybody breathes right at the top of their chest and they don't breathe the way that we're all designed to breathe. Mm-hmm. And that does make a big difference. So getting into the chamber, you felt, you know, didn't have any, any anxiety about that and just relaxed while you're in there. And then you get out. How do you feel when you get out? Well, I, when you get out, I think sometimes maybe you're just a little bit hyper and um, you have to be careful not to move too quickly. You've got to step easier and it's not easy getting out. I uh, need some help. Manda's there. So uh, just take it easy and slow, and um, you'll do fine. Uh, and here again, it's the fear, you know, what if, what if. You know, I don't want to stumble. I don't want to be an idiot. <laughs> so. Right. Well, so as far as the whole thing is concerned, um, you know, as far as just feeling comfortable, feeling relaxed, um, did it – did it help you sleep better at night? I mean, did you start to notice you were actually more la- relaxed and sleeping better, or did you notice anything like that? Well, you asked me after. <laughs> um, I think one of the, the amazing things, sometimes I, after being in the chamber, I'd go for a walk, and I noticed the immediate thing was I had more energy. Uh, like I said before, you're in the mitochondria, which run the body. It picks up on that oxygen, and you get a lot of energy. Uh, so I don't want to really go to bed after it. I, I think sometimes uh, when it's in later in the day that I'm in the chamber, sometimes it's a little harder to get to sleep because you've got this energy now released in mm-hmm. your body. <laughs> you don't want that. You're supposed to be sleeping. Right. So, um, and plus the fact when I sleep in the chamber, uh, here again, that's, it, it's taking away your need for sleep. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it took a while for me to learn how to sleep after being in the chamber mm-hmm. because I'm just <laughs> a little crazy energy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I, I noticed almost right away with the first, after the first couple of days, you mentioned that that first couple of days after the, 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 the first two treatments on Thursday and Friday, or I mean on Wednesday and Thursday, then you went through the weekend and then you felt a lot better at the beginning of the week. You were able to walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. When you came back in the, the office the next week, I was I was stunned because you had all the most all the color back. I was afraid you were going to die the first day I saw you, and that really scared me. And that's one of the reasons we got you into there right away. And your recovery was not only amazing and amazingly fast, but I mean it was just to be able to see that that change was absolutely amazing. And and 
it was something that I physically, I was able to observe. And so I was really, really excited about that. And, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to come and have you ask you a couple of questions about it. You know, a lot of people, they, they saw me going in beforehand and I didn't have a lot of color and they were afraid to say anything because mm-hmm. I was the walking death. I really was. And I, I knew it, but nobody would, would really admit it uh, because they you were afraid that um, that would make me uh, worse. <laughs> you know, it's how like when you tell somebody you look sick, even though you felt good, then you get sick. So, yeah, it was, um, there was no way to really accurately measure how I, where I was on the, on the living scale. Right. But it was low. It was low. Well, they sent you home with that respirometer. I mean, have, did, have you used it since then or you, no. brought it, you showed it to me? No. No? It's very difficult. I mean, they wanted me to do it every hour, about 10 times an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's, it takes a lot of energy to do it. And I didn't have the energy. You know, I was just completely... Uh, and you can't get the ex- energy until you get the oxygen into the body. Well, I don't know if it took more energy to get oxygen through that flow meter right. <laughs> into my lungs. I think I came out in a negative way. And, and so just as I would do it during the day, I just I was more and more exhausted in using it. Now, I've no, always known you to be very physically fit and in great shape. I believe you're back working out again, aren't you? Yes. Uh, one thing which, you know, I've been going to uh, a lot of massage therapists because when they cut my back and also in the groin to get one of the nodes, that changed all the muscles and whatnot. And so I've had trouble to, as those tighten up. Mm-hmm. It's pulling my body in different directions. And so um, lately I've um, joined a yoga class and going through all these stretching moves it's, it's loosening up the, mm-hmm. the surgery, the, the scar tissue. And so I'm starting to get more energy in my legs now, which is amazing because that this past year and a half, it's my legs that just are so tired. But the tiredness is now leaving, and I can walk easier. And here again, too, good nutrition is absolutely necessary and, uh, and sleep. Mm-hmm. So concentrating on those areas and it's coming. So I, 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 we're almost, we're almost going to wrap things up here, but I just, I do have a couple of other real quick questions for you. Um, okay. So now you, you, when you talked about when you got up here, you went to the hospital and everything else, and then they tested you for COVID. And then, I mean, do you think you really actually had COVID at that point or long COVID or anything like that? Or what do you think? I don't believe I did. I know the nurses in the hospital, they would come in to me and say, we don't understand your COVID. I said, if you have COVID, you are the best COVID patient we have ever seen. And um, I think they just, they didn't treat me as a COVID patient, although the rules made them do it. Um, but I never felt, and I'm trying to remember, and I'll have to go back through the records, uh, but there was so much happening, I, I kind of a little confusion there. But somewhere in there, I did have a uh, test to see if I had the COVID antibodies inside of me. And I've all the tests I've had to see if I did have COVID antibodies have come back that, no, I did not. So I just feel like, no, I didn't. Um, my vitamin D level has always been very high. And uh, I know some of the science says that maybe that when your vitamin D level is above 30, 
And mine was like 50 to 60. He says, it's really hard for you to get COVID. And so um, I maintain a high COVID, uh, vitamin D level. And so, no, I just... That's the case with almost every virus, by the way. The higher your vitamin D levels, within reason, mm-hmm. um, the, the less likely you are to get viruses. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I... So I, I don't think I did. <clears throat> the uh, establishment says you had to have had it, period. And uh, whenever I say, well, how about this or what about that? They says, well, no, 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 no. That can't happen. It's just amazing to me uh, when I think maybe it can't happen to me. They've got a reason why they, I did. Um, so I, I really don't think they're listening to me on, on that aspect, which is very disturbing to me. I, you know, with my medical background, I, I wish they would probably just pay a little more attention to what I said and instead of just saying, no, you're wrong, you're misinformed. Well, something uh, else. It, something else. I do want to address real quick, and 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 I think it's important for us to note that a lot of the newer research is coming out for patients that have had long COVID or anything like that. There's a lot of research supporting the fact that not only does it does hyperbaric oxygen therapy actually help with that, it may help with that, but along with that, it may help with a lot of other things. Um, you know, patients that may have pneumonia or or other types of respiratory types of problems. And obviously, whatever respiratory type of a problem you had, it's obviously helped with. It's helped it a lot. Um, you know, one thing which I, I'm noticing now with my um, yoga is that sometimes it gets a little bit testy. And my lungs just, they are not as young as they used to be. And it's harder for me to do the breathing and get the energy to do some of those very strenuous moves but I've been doing it now for about three weeks, and it's amazing to me. My breathing is now getting better. And I wish now that um, when I had had uh, a year ago, if I had done some very simple yoga, I think that would have helped a lot mm-hmm. because you need to stretch the body. Uh, um, you don't need, need to do a lot of physical, but you do need to get the body loosened up, and uh, yoga is doing that. So. That's great. Well, is there anything else you'd like to, to, to add to this? Not really, except uh, I'm sold on oxygen hyperbaric treatment for the rest of my life to keep my mind active and working well. Great. Well, I really thank you for your time, and I appreciate, your, appreciate you as a person. I'm glad to see that you made it. And thank you. I appreciate you also. Thank you, sir.